Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. Todd Miller, who are you? Professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. Reporting for duty. <laughs> you said duty. Uh, we're here to answer <laughs> your questions as professionals, Todd. Professionals. That's right. And today, the question... <laughs> Uh, oh man, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in just so that people can uh, shame you in the comments. That's no, okay. I'm sure they're all laughing. So leave leave Todd a comment about his joke. <laughs> uh, I'm the worst. No, you're the it best. Joking. Here we go. You're the best around. Karate yeah, lots kid. of Karate Kid references here today. It's well, I am the wearing e my, eagle thing. One I am them. wearing my shirt from the All Valley back in <laughs> from 1984. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Bet All right. Bet you, bet you can't kick as high as you used to be able to. I guarantee I cannot <laughs> kick as high as I used to. All right. How does a scrum team build trust, Todd? Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. You know, um, and it's interesting to think about this because for a scrum team to build trust, there has to be a lack of trust. And how many times, Ryan, were you in an organization as a scrum team member of some sort and uh you had the full trust of the world when you got started every time <laughs> never. <laughs> never you never right. have yeah. it you never have yeah. it at the beginning oh. right yeah i think it's maybe because of people inherently inherently we've so specifically talking about software development we've done a pretty bad job right yes. um yep. we've 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 made all these giant plans and then they never come into fruition <laughs> Or when they do, they're not anything of what people expected. I feel like we're doing a better job of it now. Uh, Scrum has certainly been a catalyst in changing that. So is the whole Agile um, uh, app post the Agile Manifesto. But we still have a lot of work to do, right? Yeah. So with this lack of trust, what do we do? How do we build it? What is there a universal way? I think you know, you know that I believe so. I, I think there is too. Um the only way that I've seen that just universally builds trust is to deliver, right? I, I, I've, 
even even the the most difficult of stakeholders who required the most complex plans. And by the way, just because we're doing Scrum doesn't mean we we stop giving upfront plans and and doing some of the the legwork ahead of time to convince stakeholders that this is a worthy investment. Now, is it big upfront design? No. But in the beginning with a new team and a new stakeholder and low levels of trust, you're going to have to convince them as a funding source to actually go along with what you're trying to do. And product owners, this is going to be in your, your area. But over time, as you deliver, prove that you're a good steward of, of organizational money and resources. Prove that um, you can be trusted with this epic responsibility of being the single empowered person in an organization to make decisions about a product, prove over time that the scrum team can deliver. And suddenly those barriers, those checkpoints, um, even like mandated forced dates, right? Like you, you shall release on this day and these milestones, these things kind of, they tend to fade away. Mm-hmm. Is that the, is that the pattern you've seen as well? A hundred percent, a hundred percent that with overtime, as you deliver and build trust, uh, uh, a lot of those asks kind of disappear and y- you can even come into a situation and I've been in it before after, um, after a while where you just go back and say, Hey, we need some more funding. I know that surprises people in fortune 500 companies uh, <laughs> right now sitting there saying, wow, that's really, yeah. But I, I think we should add some caveats to this delivery thing. Cause I, I completely agree that you, you, uh, there is a single universal way to build trust and that's delivery, but with some caveats, delivering early and often and delivering with quality, right? Uh, Cause when we're delivering early and often, we're testing our assumptions and when we're delivering with quality, there's not a visceral reaction to what we delivered, right? Oh, here we go again. It's not what we thought. That's a piece of junk, just like everything that we've done before and delivering early and often um, seeing is believing, right? Uh, and we can validate our assumptions uh, to make sure that we're heading in the right direction when people are actually using it. Right. What do you think about that, Ryan? Oh, uh, absolutely. Except my, uh, my little tag here was wrong. <laughs> we need often. Deliver early and often. I need to learn how to type. So that was not of high quality. This new banner is. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, we the through frequent delivery, frequent inspection and adaptations, we build trust. When we go into sprint reviews and we're showing um, f- immediate feedback from customers and showing how in the marketplace what we're doing is improving and being able to measure and manage to those things. It, look, it's delivery with transparency. Is mm-hmm. I think what we're talking about here, right? We're measuring the progress of our work. We're measuring, you know, maybe we're using the EBM framework to see how we're doing in the marketplace and on our mm-hmm. ability to deliver and our ability to innovate. And we're just showing that th- those capabilities clearly and, and honestly to stakeholders. And that as that trust builds up, you know, as kind of what you were alluding to, Todd, the tolerance for, you know, oh, hey, we need a little more funding. We learned something or, hey, this sprint didn't quite work out the way we thought it would. We learned something here. We're going to pivot a little bit. And here's why. Those conversations get simpler, oh, right? Simpler. But, yeah. it's, but it's through early and, and frequent and often delivery, but also high quality still aligned with customers. It's, it's a hard needle to thread. But if you can do this, I, I think it just builds ultimate trust uh, with stakeholders and, and those involved with the, the, del- the development of the product. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I think the, the one thing I will I will say in this regard, though, is uh, don't rest once you're there, once you have trust, uh, because I've made the mistake of doing that. And and uh, and it can 
disappear like that, right? So we need to continue to work on ways to build and maintain that trust over time uh, because it just makes it makes conversations easier. And you know what? It, it makes uh, living the Scrum values much easier, Ryan. Well, trust, right? absolutely. And I think Scrum Masters need to remember the nature of trust. Trust is very transactional and it takes a lot of deposits in the trust bank to build up trust, right? But it only takes one bad moment to clear the account. Yeah. Right. The distance between zero and one in certain situations is enough to, to wipe out all trust between people. And so we guard that. Right. Scrum masters guard and protect that trust. They help teams make sure that they're delivering something each and every sprint that's of high quality. And that way we keep the deposits in the trust bank. We never and we always protect that. It's, think of it like a bank. Right. As Todd said, you don't let your guard down. You protect the bank right? There's always security 24 seven. We're making sure that's why we're clearing impediments and coaching the organization. And we're doing all the things as a scrum master we need to do so that your product owner and developers have a shot at, uh, at that frequent and, and often development, because that's how we keep trust high. We, it makes the scrum value. Everything flows from this, right? All the positives that we see in teams flow from delivery. So we protect that as if it were money in a bank. Yeah. And you can yeah. take, oh, go ahead. Yeah, we were going to say, you could take that to the bank. Yeah, take it say. to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and uh, I think that, I think that covers it. I think, you know, deliver, deliver early and often and deliver with high quality. And um, this too could be yours. There you go. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the question. This was another fun one that, uh, you know, we, we keep getting these awesome questions. Uh, you can leave them below, right? Comment section is what those are for. That, I mean, comment section is for you to, to let us know what we can talk about next. So please keep doing that. Check out the socials. It's at Agile for Humans on most major platforms. Hit that subscribe and like button because that is what makes Todd the happiest. Yeah, right, and, you can, and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> Very nice. All right, subscribe <laughs> and like. Check out the extra videos below. Uh, we hope they help you as well. And uh, professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. This is my good friend, professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. See you, and, uh, see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.